Blog Talk Radio. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the AHA Moments Radio Show for the inspiration, education, and celebration of high-frequency living worldwide. I'm Mari, and happy Tuesday. We are back after, uh, I think it's, what, 18 months break. No, maybe it's, yeah, I think it actually is around that because we're already almost into March. And um, uh, thank you for all of you who have written to me uh, and commented to me and told me how much you missed the show. I've been doing uh, these breakthrough calls with people. I've done a few hundred of them now, about 300 and something. And um, I don't think there's anybody who doesn't mention the show and missing the show. So we are back. I did a survey. And um, so we're going to go with this, this sort of format for a little bit. And I'll, you know, I'll develop it over time, see how things go. Um, but I'm really excited. It's a great time to start back. Uh, 2020 is, is certainly has started off with <laughs> quite the dramatic flare, and um, and things are, you know, just in a lot of upheaval. So today we are going to be talking about our 2020 energetic state of the union address. My way, <laughs> so the energetic and frequency way, and um, why everything is going. Uh, the way it is. It's it's been quite tumultuous, and I'm going to give you a little bit of um, kind of history of why, and we'll get into some of the the nuances of the things that are happening, and also some of the things you can do to sort of calm your nervous system down with everything that that's going on. So um, the other thing is this show is now being sponsored by my new 5D Academy. And um, the 5D Academy for High Frequency Living is a full um, academy. Uh, there's a few levels in it, and it's really focused on complete uh, fluency in your energetic and frequency-based abilities. One of the things I have learned over the years is, um, you know, after hosting so many, you know, hundreds and hundreds of radio shows, um, we've had almost 200,000 downloads of the show. Um, actually more and uh and then of course all the telesummits I did and one of the things I, I really saw and that really disturbed me and kind of pulled me back is just how much everybody is exposed to so much information but none of the dots really connect because people are going off to YouTube and they're watching a you know a video here and they they listen to telesummits and now the podcast sphere, you know, blogosphere and podcast sphere um have blown up and so we have so much dabbling and so much information and people try to implement a little here and a little there and they kind of treat it like you know a hobby and it's not enough to carry us through these new times and it's not going back to the way it used to be 
that I will say right up front. <laughs> if you're sitting around waiting, there are things to get back to the ones for, they will not. And I'm going to talk about why. Um, not to scare you or anything, but it just means that, you know, it's like if you uh, back in the day had a cassette tape player or an 8-track tape player and then um, didn't progress along with the evolution of technology, you wouldn't be able to play your tapes anymore because the machinery doesn't exist. Well, it's the same thing. It's kind of like going from cassette player to um, to, to digital, right, to, to Pandora, okay, or iTunes. And we need to catch up your um, hardware to the software that we're operating on or your software up to the hardware that we're operating on, however you want to look at it. But the bottom line is that it's really important now not to just be dabbling not to be having one foot in religion and the other foot in what you consider to be spirituality, not parentalizing this the universal energy because energy does not work like that. Um, a lot of times you come out of formal religion and, you know, we just swap out the word God because you didn't answer our prayers. And now we make it the universe, so maybe they will. And, <laughs> and we start treating the universe like these religious kind of, uh, in the same formalities as, as religion was, which is, you know, parentalizing and assuming that you're being tested and that you're given all these horrible lessons and all this karma and all of that, and that's just not how it works. So I started the academy because I wanted to be able to get people from point A to point Z so that they were fluent in these transformational abilities, in these, in these energetic abilities, understanding energetic hygiene and how to take care of yourself, especially in times like these. Um, how to how to energetically your energetic communication system that you know I wrote the aha factor about a little tiny piece of it. This, none of this is is covered in my book. This is all new stuff that's developed over time. The energetic communication system, the multidimensional um, access system to all the things that you're desiring, the manifesting work, and then the energetic infrastructure and why it all works and how it all connects and why the dots connect. And I'm very passionate about this because if you're fluent, and I now have a crop of, of folks who are, it's, life is magical even in the worst of times, even the most volatile of times, even in the most unpredictable of times, it's still magical because you're plugged in and you have your periscope. You have your two-way conversation um, with your higher self and that you can trust. And, you know, we have over 100 messages coming at us from our higher selves, from our energetic selves on a daily basis. And if you're not actually getting them and being able to write them down or record them, you're not fluent, period. And this is what we need to get us through this new time. So um, we can, you know, we can talk, I'll talk more later on about, you know, how to get into the academy and those types of things. It's all by invitation application only. It's not on my website. I don't have a page for it. Um, it's just curated, you know, one person at a time. But I, I really, really, really want you, as you're listening to this podcast, and I want you to start to reevaluate how you are getting your energetic information, okay, and how you're connecting your dots. When we grow up in formal religion, we go to to church one hour, maybe two hours, you know, uh, uh, on a Sunday, and we figure we're covered for the next seven days until we've, you know, sinned all over again by Wednesday and have to get forgiven again on Sunday again. And um, so we think that, you know, if we watch one YouTube video, <laughs> you know, we're good for the week. That's not the case. Frequency is an overlay over your physical body. 
So frequency is not something you turn on on a Sunday and then you're covered for seven or eight days and then, you you know, you go back again. This is an energetic, it's, a, it's a, an overlay of your all of your physical systems. So if you only brush your teeth once a month, how are your teeth going? If you only take a bath once a, once a, once a year or, you know, you're on, on Easter, <laughs> you know, how, how is your frequency, how, how is your body going to function, right? So it's the same thing with your energy. Your energy overlays your physical world. So when you're listening to Mari, okay, understand that I'm giving you, a, 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 you know, some, some perspective on a much deeper, uh, you know, system requires connecting the dots for it all to work. So if you're manifesting is slow, if you don't have the job that you really want, you don't have the relationship you really want, you feel stuck, you feel trapped, you feel um, like things aren't going the way they should have by now, that you just turned a certain age and, you know, you're not where you want it to be, all of those things, that says you're not fluent, okay? Now, when you are fluent, does it mean that everything is utopia and perfect? No, but what it does mean is that you have all the tools to write yourself in the air like a cat falling off a tin roof, okay? You want to be able to always write yourself in the air. You want to be able to progress yourself and move yourself forward um, no matter what. Now, one of the big overarching um, or uh, overarching feelings that I'm hearing from people is anxiety, just an undertone of deep anxiety, and they can't seem to shake it. You know, you know most, of the pe- most people attack anxiety with escapism, right? We go, oh, let me go look at Instagram. I'll get, you know, a, one of the million little, you know, inspirational quotes and a little snippet here. Oh, let me go watch a thing on YouTube and do some breath work. Or, oh, let me go take a, you know, uh, a, a little Reiki class or something like this, you know, to get some relief. We're looking for relief from anxiety. I was talking to one of my advanced classes recently, and I was saying, you know, it was channeled to me, and this was so intense. When, because I channel for myself every day, um, they said to me, you know, anxiety, energetic equivalent to inflammation. And so anxiety is, you know, like when you walk around, it, it, inflammation is systemic. It's a symptom. It's symptomatic of something else going on, right? Your body's trying to, to protect itself. And anxiety is similar. So it's kind of like you can be allergic to, to different types of frequencies and, and you're sort of, it, it starts to sort of um, compound in your world. So if you're anxious about losing weight and then you're anxious about your job and then you're anxious about your kids and then you're anxious about your money and you're anxious about uh, your future and you're anxious about what job you're going to have and your husband and then on top of that we overlay the anxiety that's going on in the world, like our systems are changing and things are dropping away and people are not thinking certain things are important when they really are and all those types of things. And, you know, we feel more endangered, you know, like, like where are the endangered species now? Not just the, you know, the polar bears or whatever that, you know, like, wait, what's happening? You know, we have the coronavirus, we've got the, you know, the shootings, we've got the gun things, we've got, you know, we've got this whole crazy, absolutely berserk political situation going on, you know, uh, you know, in in the U.S. and of course it's cascading around the world in so many different ways. And so, no matter what, it feels like we're getting stung, like you know, like a cattle prod, like you know. So, how do you if you try to deal with that just with your own intellect, 
or with your own catastrophia and, 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 and sort of, I have a friend who's like always, you know, the worst case, oh, there's nothing that can be done. We're doomed, you know, it's constant. Like, but that's about everything. She's that way about her job. She's that way about her money. She's that kid. She's that way, you know, she's that way about everything. So it's kind of her, her screensaver. But if you're like that, then you're really screwed. Because, and I say this lovingly, <laughs> but the energetic grid switched over. Okay, and it is way more sensitive than it has ever been in history. So if you don't learn how to manage your anxiety level, you are pounding the new grid that's super reactive because it's meant to be like more instant manifestation of whatever goes on it, and it's been building and building and building, and now it's finally switched over. So if you don't have that sort of energetic hygiene in place and you don't have that energetic communication so you can get your messages so you know what you're doing um, from your 5D side, not just from your 3D side, and you don't get that, those that understand the energetic infrastructure and how to make, create your world and kind of create your circumstances and how things kind of net out, what happens is you get very dependent on your 3D mind, your logic, your reasoning, your analysis, and you start to listen to other people and you start to look at the past and try to use the past to predict the future. And you also focus on, you know, what other people are saying and then the polls and the surveys and what others are saying and what others have done and what's happened in history before. You also will, um, you know, focus on your own biases and, and, and build these fears and sort of live out worst-case scenarios before they even happen. That's what this sort of collective group think world anxiety is sort of building of that anxiety is a lack of 5D fluency. And the reason why is this. Your 3D mind is only equipped to two things. It's only equipped to do what it's seen before, accept what it's seen before, and accept what it's seen other people do before. It can never come up with its own idea. All new ideas come from the higher self. All new ideas come from the higher self. Your intellect cannot come up with its own new idea. When you get a new idea, a gateway to your higher self is opened up and it's downloaded from your higher self into your physical 3D mind. Your 3D mind is only meant to work 20% of the time. Your 5D energy is meant to work. Your fifth dimensional energy, your multidimensional energy is meant to do 80% of the work. If you're not fluent or don't even know that exists, then that 20%, that 3D is overcompensating and it has to compensate for all the work that the 5D side should be doing. And it doesn't know how because it's not equipped to do it. And so it knows it's in trouble because it's not equipped to do it. So it creates anxiety. It feels it's like, it's like okay, I don't know. I, nothing's going the way it always went. Um, this is not predictable. Okay, let's watch the news. Oh, wait, they're confused too. They're freaking out. Okay, they're freaking out. It's like watching Rachel Maddow freak out is like watching your mother cry. <laughs> the person's like, wait, what? No, 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 no. You're not supposed to freak out. I'm supposed to be in cover watching you and you're freaking out. So now what, you know, and all of that, right? And so what you're, what, you know, what people are experiencing is their their mental mind, their 3D abilities are no longer by them in and of themselves going to carry them through this new frequency, okay? So as we get into our energetic state of the union, 
and I, I wanted to give you that preamble. You're going to hear me repeat myself every week. You're going, to, you're going to hear me say fluency, fluency, fluency. You're going to hear me say connect the dots. You're going to hear me say do not dabble. Either jump all in or don't. And I have a reason for that. Okay, I'm going to get into that in a minute. Um, yes, you, you can learn in stages for sure. It's a lot. But you want to make sure that you, if, you know, if you want peace of mind, then you have to give yourself as much fluency as you possibly can in the abilities that are supposed to be 80% of how you navigate your world. And those are the abilities that were not taught as you were growing up. Okay? So when it comes to um, – well, let me think about this. All right. I want to give you one other baseline um, perspective, and then I'm going to get into – how this is all netting out in our world, okay? So the baseline perspective is if we, if you had any start in formal religion whatsoever, you were taught that where these bodies and the uh, body has a little spirit in it and, you know, maybe an aura or something, but basically a spirit in it, and we have this God over here and we're over there, and we need this God, which is our father, you know, we're the sheep, it's the shepherd, all of those things. Um, if we're obedient, if we... If we do things the right way, if we uh, honor our mother and father and obey the commandments and all that stuff, then we'll get favor and maybe some of our prayers will be answered. But don't you dare ask too many big prayers because somebody might have cancer or having a baby and they need God and he doesn't have time for you and all that. Right? You're not going to ask God, you know, what color should my prom dress be or, you know, should I get this puppy? You know, those types of things um, when you're thinking about formalized religion because you know that's over there and you have to keep the important it's just a separation right that the framework of separation couldn't be further than the truth it was built you know uh that whole system of thought is actually not the originating you know originating thought the kabbalah predates christianity by three thousand years um there was not all this division in the kabbalah (laughs) Uh, but and that's a whole nother show. But what I will say is that this is not how it really works. Okay. The way that things really work for energy, this is energetic infrastructure. This is the very basic, okay. Very, very basic energetic infrastructure is that we're these big ball of energy and we are, and that's how we operate. We're not a name or a number in the greater sphere of things. Numerology comes in for a reason. So we're a number. That's our big ball of energy. Think size of the planet Earth. And that's, and with this big swirling ball of energy, and we're in alignment with other frequencies, with the, with the, 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 uh, the field of infinite possibility, okay? As that ball of energy, we decide to have a tangible physical experience because there are a lot of things that we can accomplish when we're in physical form. But the entire body, uh, the entire energetic version of us does not come into the body. We take a portion of our greater selves and we allow that piece of us to get into an embodied experience. I call it a body car. So you get into, a, and it's the, for a 3D, a third dimensional, you drop down in, in frequency to a third dimensional reality and you step into your body car and let's say the body car is named Mari. So in that body car, you're going to live a lifetime. The rest of you, the vast majority of you is outside of that body is helping that body, the first, the portion of you that you put in the body car to navigate this physical incarnation so that the two of you, the, hello, the, the embodied self and the higher self, can work together 
and navigate the world together. And each portion of you has assignments, has has its own set of tools, its own set of talents. And when you integrate the two, that's when you have a really successful, magical life. Now, we're in a new time, so this energetic grid that I'm about to talk about is is allowing us to do a lot more than we could ever do before on an energetic and a physical level. And where you're getting a lot more what we call 5D abilities, a lot more fifth-dimensional abilities accessible to us in this 3D, third-dimensional, much slower, um, uh, uh, you know, existence, right? So as we're driving our body car around, our body car is equipped with a dashboard. We have on one side of the dashboard our 3D abilities, which is, you know, your your logic and analysis, your mental mind, your physical body, your ability to eat and digest and your physiology and biochemistry and biology, all those things to feel and all of your physical senses, that's your 3D side. That's meant to be about 20, take care of you for 20% of what's happening on the earth. It's the piece that your higher self needs to be able to navigate the earth. And it's there to be a clearinghouse. Your mental mind is there to be a clearinghouse to say, okay, if I've seen this before or if I've seen somebody else do it before, then that's, quote, safe. I can put that in the safe file. And if I haven't, then that's in the the questionable or dangerous file, you know. And so it's more of a clearinghouse. It's there to operationalize. It's not there to create from scratch. Then on the other side of your dashboard, you have your 5D abilities. That's your that's all of your multidimensional um, abilities. And like I said before, your energetic hygiene, you know, your ability to heal yourself energetically, energetic communications, which divides into three parts, your multidimensional abilities, your manifesting abilities, and your energetic infrastructure, parallel realities, electromagnetic fields, all of that. All of that together, when you integrate the two, is the most powerful, complete version of you possible ever in history, okay? And all of that drives around on what we call the energetic grid. And that energetic grid upgrades. So we, this time, come into these bodies during, for this time, 2020, for the, for the 20, you know, 12 to 2030 corridor of time, and we came in knowing that this was going to be a much more heightened time frequency-wise, that we weren't coming back into the dark, dark ages. People's heads weren't going to be cut off, and we weren't going to be burned at the stake, and we weren't going to be without all of our magical abilities, and that the mon- most mundane of person is going to have access to the most magical of abilities because we're all built in with this. You know, we're all Harry Potters. We're not all muggles, okay? We all have this in us, but we have not been educated. So... And once you and you know, so if you went to grade school and they only focused on, you know, one sentence to read and you never ever got the full alphabet plus, you know, then how to put the alphabet into words and then how to put the words into phrases and then how to put the phrases into sentences and then paragraphs and then, you know, creating poetry and writing papers and all of that. If you hadn't gone through that progression that steady progression from being able to actually even pronounce a letter or a word and then getting the vocabulary on and on and on, you wouldn't be able to function. And literally, it's the same with your 5D abilities. So people are coming in their 30s, 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, um, even 80s, and they've never, they have never gotten fluent in these abilities. So and they've gotten smatters. It's like oh, they got a word, they got an alpha, a little bit of alphabet, and then they went over there and they got, you know, oh, they learned how to do half a sentence and all these. 
So, you know, and then you put all of that on this grid that requires fluency to have comfort. And you got a mess. Why I brought Defies the Academy into existence because not everybody is going to be qualified, nor will they want to go to this full fluency route um, for, you know, whatever reason. But for those that do and for those who really uh, want to excel, particularly transformational leaders, this is the requirement. Because if you have 100 messages coming at you a day, you know, consider your higher self to be like TSA for your plane. It's your navigation system for your car. And if you're over in, let's say, uh, New, New Jersey, like where I came from, and you want to get over to California and you're going to drive across country, to say, I don't need a navigation system, I'm good. Yeah, I got it. I got it, you know. And, yeah, I'll just figure, figure out as I go. And you're trying to get 3,000 miles from point A to point B with no navigation system. It's, you can get there, but it's going to take a while. And you're not going to be warned, like, don't take the northern route because you'll end up in the snowstorms this winter. Maybe you should take the southern route. Or don't take the southern route. It's tornado season. Take the northern route. You know, all that, right? So you're going to miss out on so much. So with all that being said, I wanted you to understand your piece in all of this. So I can talk about, you know, the state of the, you know, the energy and what's happening and why is this natural disaster happening and why is that? I'm going to talk about it in a minute. But if you don't understand your role, you will sit and you'll just collect information from me like everybody else does on YouTube and Netflix and Gaia and all this, and it just goes into this, this you know, file cabinet of dabbling bliss, <laughs> which creates mess, and, uh, and then you just end up confused and feeling like bogged down because you're sensitizing yourself with everything that you listen to. But if you don't know how to work the grid, then you're sensitizing yourself but then you're making yourself more exposed at the same time you're amplifying. And if you just, if you turn on and off, like I know a lot of you have one foot in your spiritual world and one foot in your mundane world, meaning I hear it all the time. Well, when I retire, then I'm going to be able to, you know, focus on intuition and channeling and everything. Or, you know, I wish I had, you know, I have my quote, reality world, my, my, my mundane, real world stuff. And then there's this energy stuff. And I just, it's just the energy stuff isn't essential because my real world stuff is so essential. And you know what? You couldn't be more wrong. Those, those people couldn't be more wrong. It, it makes me crazy. You know, and I'm like, okay, knock yourself out. But the bottom line is the only reason why you're feeling that separation is because you don't have enough education on both sides. Right? And, and, and as you build your education on the frequency side, then you can build your trust. People say, well, when I trust it, then I'll do it. Well, you can't get to be trusting of it until you try it, until you do it and you start applying it to real life things. Right? So it's not always just reading a book and sifting through information and then te- te- trying to teach your friends that if they don't accept it and your family members then, oh, you can't do your light work because nobody understands you. You know, no, that's just not how it works. So. All of that being said, I want to kind of lay down as you as we go through our shows together, as we as we meet on our on our days. Uh, you know, I, I would say get in the Facebook group. I have a Facebook group now called High Frequency Living. High Frequency Living with Mari. It's a it's a private group. You can do it, put it in the search and then there. I'll be starting to do some you know Facebook lives and I'll be posting the podcast in there and and some more content and stuff. Um, 
I'm getting more organized now. So many things pulling at me in all different directions. Um, and let's get in there and start rolling up your sleeves, you know, and start to really look at this from a transformational perspective as opposed to a dabbling, collect a little information, look for a trick or a tip or how do I shield myself from that horrible person at work. All of that stuff is ridiculous. Ridiculous. But in and of itself, by itself. It's like, it, it really is. We have to, we need the combinations now so that you can live your best life, literally. And I know that's a little cliche, but there's so much available to you now, like never before in history. So much available. And I know it looks kind of crazy right now out there in our current state of things, but here's why, okay? Now, um, so you know from your side, you know, it's kind of like when I started this conversation, I was like, okay, do I start the cell phone or the tower, you know? So I was like, okay, let's talk about the cell phone first, the you part first, okay? So think of yourself as a cell phone. Now I'm going to talk about the tower and the power that you have access to when you have upgraded your own personal systems, okay? So you've gotten your iPhone 11, right? But the iPhone 11 won't work if the tower can't carry the signal. Right? So I wanted you to understand where you fit in. Now let's talk about what kind of, what's the greater energy doing as far as our state of the union. Okay? So, like I said, we are all interconnected on what we call the energetic grid. Some people call it the void. There's all sorts of things that it's called. But for me, I call it the energetic grid. And this is, a, if you think of graph, graph paper, but in a cube, right? So it's 3D all the way around you. It's not just under your feet. It's all the way around you, okay? So think of it more in a 3D kind of a cube of, of light. And, and it interconnects. So you send information out on that grid, and then it, it magnifies and comes back to you. Whatever you send out, you get back. If you're sending out frustration and negativity and, you know, all those heavy energies, that just goes out there and it comes back, you know. It's just like, like, like the ocean, ebb and flow. You know, the tide goes in, tide goes out. Tide goes out, tide comes in. So this energetic grid has been on an evolution. It evolves. Just like our biology evolves, our frequency, frequency evolves and the grid evolves. And over the, you know, um, oh, in the last century, in the 1900s, we had several different, um, I would say tripwires where new, new old frequencies were leaving and new frequencies were coming up and the grid was upgrading and the grid was upgrading. And Y2K was a big chunk. 1986 was a big chunk. There was the harmonic convergence and then there was the harmonic concordance in the 90s and then there was Y2K and then we hit the 2010 quarter. And around that 20, 2005, 2006, that's when social media came on, on, on board. That's also when we started to see competition shows come on board. We had started to see Dancing with the Stars. We started to see American Idol. You know, the, the kind of that earlier 2000s, we started to see all of that. And you, I want you to understand how pop culture plays into the development of energetic frequency. Because when you have, when, if you look at the different industries that used to, the way that we used to get communications, the way that we used to get uh, our news, pre-television was through the radio and through telegrams and the newspapers. And there was only a few newspapers. Like each city had their Chicago Tribune and New York Times and, you know, all that. And um, and so you had, you know, a very small group of 
media outlets to communicate. So that means that whoever was in power could design the narrative that goes out to the masses because you had two things going on. One is you had a very limited set of controllable channels into the crowds of people. Two, you had less people. But three, you also had uh, no interconnectedness of the people. So unless it was in their town and they were hearing a town crier or they were all getting the same newspaper, um, you know, pre-telephones, they weren't even really communicating that way, Pony Express, you know, mail and all that, but it was slow and it was controllable. So we could, that narrative could be controlled, and that's how people could stay um, uh, segregated and separated. And as we are, we're moving into this quarter of this new age, of this age of enlightenment, uh, very slowly uh, something started to shift, and that was we got television in the 50s, so now all of a sudden there's now there's major primetime television stations, but there were still a few. We also got the phonograph, so we had the record companies come up. We had the publishing houses come up. All of those, you know, those basic uh, industries were able to control the groupthink of the public because there was only so much that the public could consume because there was only so many channels into that public. So we had a lot more uh, capitalistic control of whoever, of the masses. But something interesting started to happen. When we started to get competition shows and voting shows, when we started to do, let's say, um, one of the first industries that was affected by what I'm about to talk about was the music industry. You know, in the music industry, stars were created. They were literally mastermind and created. We had Motown. We had Jive Records that did, like, Britney Spears. We had Motown that did all the, you know, the African-American artists. We had Capitol Records. But those record companies were controlling the image and, you know, Elvis, they controlled the image, the narrative, the story. They would connect with the media. The media would connect with the TV and the TV and everybody in the radio stations and when that thing would drop and how much it would get heard. And that was all negotiated, but it was controlled. So those kids who were coming up through that system were controlled by a very few, very powerful, like Tommy Mottola, you know, um, Quincy Jones, these guys, very controlling of what, who was going to be a star and what the taste of the audience was going to be. Because they're going to, they're going to create the taste, right? So they're going to create the taste on repetition, on biology. If you hear it over and over again, you get familiar and you start to like it, right? Let's just play it repetitiously. You know, they're going to do it with influence. Let's put them on American Bandstand. Let's put them on Soul Train. You know, let's show them, you know, let's put, you know, a great magazine out, Tiger Beat, whatever, and let's let's create a narrative around this kid. Then let's, then you know, but then television started to expand and then cable came online. And, and, and then this interesting thing called the Internet came online. And when the Internet came online, what we had now is the audience started to get a voice. Huh, interesting. Audience starts to, you know, learn about being able to comment on things. The audience, now while the Internet is developing and social media was getting started in the, in the early 2000s, we had MySpace and then we got to Facebook and Twitter and all that. And as those things started to come on, even pre-YouTube, what we started to also have happen at the same time was voting shows. So the dance industry, we had Dancing with the Stars. We had the music industry, American Idol. Okay, And, and self-publishing wasn't quite there yet. 
But what you see, but the blog started too. So now people, people start to get some power. I'm talking about the physical perspective. I'm going to get to the energetic perspective in a minute. But understand that if you teach the people how to judge what talent looks like, you take the power away from the A&R person to create. Because now the people say, oh, she can't sing. Oh, she can sing. Oh, and Quincy Jones or Stevie Wonder or whoever is sitting there coaching these kids, and you're learning all about the job of the, the old-fashioned A&R rep and, you know, the, the hit maker people. You're learning their job. So now, and then you see the power. You see the power of being able to vote. And then people start to realize, wait, I'm not the only one who likes to look at new artists. Holy crap, look at all these people watching American Island, Kelly, the Kelly Clarkson um, uh, shows, right? Remember those? And so you all of a sudden are like, whoa, five million people voted? Uh, you know, a million people just had a say on Wednesday night on American Idol. And and so now the people start to realize, wow, in math, I can make a difference. And I remember, if you remember, in American Idol, some of them start to sabotage by the vote. So they started making the judges vote and doing a combination of the judges because the people started to realize, well, if I just press my phone and do certain things, I can I can skew this kid's career, right? So they didn't realize. They were starting to teach the public out of a, themselves out of a job because then you combine that with the internet and the independent ability of these kids to make themselves stars without the uh without the big record companies then you combine kim kardashian and all of them teaching kids how to use social media for influence without having particular quote-unquote you know talent they're not ball players they're not actors they're not singers they're you know marketers they're just on you know regular people who get influence. And so it started to shift. Now, in pop culture, uh, pop culture is a lot of times the is one of the engines of the frequencies because what was happening is there was a transference of power that was beginning. And then it hit the self-publishing, and it hit the publishing industry, and it hit the uh, television. Now you see that the, the, the old primetime stations where that's all we would ever get our news from. Watching what was happening in 2000, and watching like 9-11 versus watching what's happening now where you've got like your cable station on and you're listening to that and then you're watching your primetime show on there and then you're on your social media tweeting about, oh, my God, and then you're on the Facebook thing and then you're on Facebook groups with all your favorite people and then, and then you're talking with your friends and you're tweeting and you're texting and you're, and you're on the phone and you're like, and like the level of intensity and the velocity enormous. But what also was happening, what was growing up along with this energetic grid that was changing is that people were starting to get their power back because they're starting to recognize that there's more of us, there's more of us than there are of senators and, and uh, whether either, po- either political party, there's way more that, you know, let's say Every politician on both sides, you know, all parties, independents and Democrats, Republicans, and all in municipalities and all of the federal and all, if we, if we put them all, we could probably fit them all into one state, right? Let's say there's, let's just say there's 20,000 of them for, and there's 340 million people in the United States of America. There's a whole lot more of us than of them, but they're controlling everything. But the government is the last gas of the old way. As you see, industry by industry by industry, even the food industry can't control the narrative anymore. 
because of the blogs, because of the tweeting, because of the Facebook, because of the interconnectedness of the public, the pharmaceuticals can't control the narrative anymore. And so now the people are coming up and recognizing, wait a second, I have a voice, I have a say, I have power. Now, in the religious part of it, that's when they were stripped. And when we got into the, you know, that church state thing, that's when they stripped people of their power and uh, and started to, you know, take the mysticism and put it over here just for the rabbis and the ministers and the priests. And then they took the mundane stuff and they put it over there. That was for the people. They were decreasing the power. Well, now that's changing. And that's because we're going into a whole new age. And so what you're seeing um, and now, none of this new age way of being could be there if we don't have our skills up to snuff to be able to navigate this new frontier. But we are in a, on a frequency level. We are in a new frontier. The old systems that were meant to govern over people who didn't know their power, people who were not connected, no longer will hold up. They have to be revised. And so the way that this happens on an energetic level is first the energetic grid had to be upgraded. And that's been happening since 2012. No, it's been happening all the way along. But 2012 was a huge jump. And then 2016 was a huge jump. And I remember um, right before I was doing my 2011 telesummit, it was like 11-11-11 telesummit back in, in 2011, um, leading the way to 2012, I was talking to all the big channels because back in the day, the, the, the way that we would get this new information that I'm talking about now is it was channeled from a few, a, a select few, Abraham and Tryon and Edgar Casey and Seth and, you know, there's a few other, Ramsa. Those were the pioneers in channels. Those were the pioneers in energetic communications because we weren't equipped as regular people fully to be able to perceive our abilities yet. They weren't developed yet enough yet because the grid wasn't there to support it. So we also needed psychics because people needed to be able to, and mediums and all that, connect to those, to our 5D abilities, but we only had way showers. We didn't have, we weren't really ready as individuals to take on our own personal energetic communication abilities like we are now. So what has happened is, um, as as time went on, I, and I remember talking to several experts. To, to, I was, you know, friendly with Lee Carroll, and he was talking to me about crying. I will never forget we had a conversation. We were having a dinner, and he said, listen, you know, 2012 is not the issue. 2016 is the issue. 2016 to 2020 is going to be, oh, my God. And all of them were saying it. And I, I'm friendly with all those channels because they're um, my colleagues. And we, and as we, I would talk to each one, I'd call, you know, what's going on? What's going on? Each one I call, they're like, oh, this is nothing. Wait till you get to 2020, 2018, 2016, 2018. That's when everything's going to really shift and it's not going back. And so I was kind of like, mm, okay. And they're like, just keep going, keep going. So here we are. Now, as we are now on this bigger grid, number one priority is to figure out this for the people to understand what their powers are. And then we're not talking about warring and civil wars and all that kind of crazy stuff. What I'm talking about is your own personal power from a frequency-based perspective. Because frequency changes everything. Your focus is what really drives how hard these times will be or how easy. Now, if you're focused on the worst of the worst of the worst, yes, you have to know about it. But you don't have to 
to buy into it to the point where you're just, you know, damning yourself to hell before anything even really happens, whenever you're just dealing with speculation. Remember, the media is always behind in frequency development. So they're still in the cause and effect, and the past predicts the future, and, you know, we haven't seen this before. They're still doing 3D. I've never seen this before. I haven't seen anybody else go through this before. We're in uncharted waters. We're panicked. We're panicked. Danger, danger, danger. And it may not be danger, danger, danger. It may be like, Get resourceful, get resourceful. Something's shifting. Something new must be there. Something new must be coming. What is that new thing? Okay? So on an energetic level, the grid shifted. And where we're at now, in 2019, was like the casting away of everything. It was like things breaking down. And always remember, you have a microcosm and a macrocosm. Macrocosm being your bigger, wider uh, um, perspective. And then your microcosm, which is your personal perspective, right? So your, your broad perspective and your personal perspective. So as we've been going, um, you know, as sensitives, if you're listening to me and you're following my work, then more than likely you're definitely above the fold of the masses because you're sensitive and you're seeking this out and you're being called forward. You know, first you'll be called forward on the personal level, but a lot of you are being called forward because you're leaders. You're meant to help these masses. And so it's really important that you get fluent as soon as possible so that you can have peace of mind and comfortable a comfortable way of navigating through all these shifts. And then also so you can be a way shower for a big, you know, chunk of people that of the masses who are, this is all completely, you know, blowing their minds and they've never even heard of this stuff before. And there's plenty of them out there. So a lot of um, my students in the past, um, who were trying to get certified in various energy healings and modalities and different things and tried to start online businesses and it didn't work. Like they'd, they'd throw stuff out there and nobody was buying and all that. You need to dust that stuff off, upgrade it, of course, to be in alignment with where we're at now and reignite those ideas. If you're feeling really pulled to do something on a transformational level for other people, you are being called towards that because um, now the masses are ready because the old ways in every single aspect of society are dropping away. Why? And, and no person will be left behind. Everybody has to come online to this new energy. You know, in the past, it was like, oh, well, that's only the blacks are going through that. Thank God I'm not black. Oh, you know, the, only the Hispanics are going through Oh, thank God I'm not Hispanic. That would really suck. Oh, you know, oh, thank God I'm not poor. Oh, thank God I'm not middle class. Oh, thank God I'm not undereducated. Oh, oh, thank God it's them, not me. But in this, notice what's happening now. Every piece, the environment, the global, uh, the international, uh, you know, all of the foreign countries, that, you know, then, then uh, it doesn't matter what color you are, something is coming your way. It doesn't matter what religion you are, something's coming your way. Then you have the overlay of, you know, the potential of a pandemic, epidemic, and all this other stuff. And so everybody is like, being forced to look in. Okay, that's the key. Look in. If you look out, you're going to overwhelm yourself, especially if you don't have the fluency in those abilities that can take you into the infinite where all the solutions lie. All, every single solution is already there in 5D. Remember, on the 3D side, we have such things as blame and shame and guilt and fear and disease and pandemic this and, and you know, treason and, you know, hysteria and crime and all that stuff. We have all of that in 3D. But 5D, none of that exists. So wouldn't it make sense if 5D is supposed to be 80% of the way you operate in your world that you might want to get familiar with it and get some relief? 
Because if you're trying to get relief from, oh, let's go have a, bl- a bottle of wine and just pretend none of this is happening, it's not going to last for very long. Or let's go to the psychic, and the psychic is just as terrified as you are, but she's getting paid to sound, to sound like she's not. You know, if she's not fluent, it, you'll you'll start to get you'll start to see the cracks in her, in her or his, uh, narrative to you. Right, and a lot of times what's happening is, uh, you know, you're going to always get their filters wherever their filters are. That's where your reading is going to land. Right. So if you're only debasing all of your what's going to happen to me next, what's going to happen to us next on somebody else's energetic quote-unquote opinion, you're setting yourself up because inf- energetic infrastructure doesn't work that way. It's not like they over there get the, the answers and you can't. And especially now, this is why all of this is awakening. Okay? So the big thrust for all of this the, the the big key is that when will any you know when will this crazy like let's let's say the government let's say you know when will all of this really intense like bubble pop when will this fix well it will fix when the tipping point of people when the majority of people and I mean just by one so like let's say there's fifty over here and fifty over there when we just have fifty one people right that fifty one percent on the side of empowerment, on the side of understanding the interconnectedness and their own personal empowerment, and then their empowerment based on each other. Like when we had, um, you know, the protests, and you have millions of people coming out. When they, when people are starting to see, well, wait a second, I'm not the only one. There's millions of people just, and we're all going to come together as people. And I'm not talking about civil war. I'm not talking about being doing anything. Um, uh, violent or anything like that. I'm just talking about a, a way of being and of of understanding. When the when we tip where the majority of people get frequency, where the majority of people sensitize and start to respond instead of trying to go into apathy or praying that everything just goes back to the old way. When the majority of people by one doesn't have to be everybody, but when the majority of people steps over, then all the things that are, have been like the cattle prod, the villains, you know, the politicians are doing crazy things. They go away. They no longer need to exist. Cattle prod the masses because the masses are there. And then this next stage, which is coming up, where we have that more of that utopia type of life where you know, intuitive abilities are part of the school curriculum and, you know, organic farming is the norm and, you know, everybody cares about the environment and all that kind of thing and those old dinosaurs die off. You know, we're going into that phase, but everybody has to be able to navigate in that world with the right tools. So this is why it's so important to take on your, the way you fix it, okay? Keep your equilibrium. Have your energetic hygiene toolkit really full so that you're doing daily care of your frequency and energy so you know what belongs to you and what belongs to somebody else and what belongs to the, you know, the world at large. And you take responsibility for your peace. And if you get fluent for yourself and you get fluent within your own abilities for your own personal life, and then you, you will have more peace of mind and then you can sort of cascade peace of mind out to the, those in your smaller smaller circles and then that cascades out to bigger circles and just, a, you know, it takes a mustard seed of faith, right? Just a little bit 
goes a really long way. When Wayne Dyer was alive, he said, you know, for every one person that studies this stuff and masters this stuff, they're covering for 10. And then when within his lifetime, it was 100. You know, he, I remember him switching to, it used to be 10, now it's 100. And then he went up to 10,000 because the grid was increasing. And now it's even higher than that. It's even higher than that. So those, those um, you know, yogis and people who are in the caves in Tibet, they're, they're light pillars for the planet. All of this, um, so they stabilize the planet. The other thing that supports the planet, believe it or not, is the galactic nations. You know, all of the, and that's going to be coming up soon too. You're going to see a lot more about the extraterrestrials and all that kind of stuff is starting to calm down, you know, and starting to be mentioned. And so they keep, they stabilize. You know, this is why nobody's blowing up and, the, you know, the nuclear bombs haven't gone off. We have, we have plenty of volatile personalities and places of power to blow something up, but they're not doing it. The galactic sort of, they, they tame that, right? So, so we'll be okay in that way. But if we want to accelerate the healing, the progression, don't even think of it as healing, but think of it as progression, get fluent in this stuff because that's where you can, wherever your focus goes, you create. That's the truth. And because you're influencing the grid. Now, to just say that as a phrase, it sounds very cliche, but when you understand and you're fluent in the infrastructural ways of how all this interconnects and you're fluent in your own communication with your own higher self, so you have your own personal periscope for your submarine, so you have your own personal navigation system so that you're getting your messages on a daily basis. When I get upset or stressed out, I watch the news, I keep track of it. I do watch it. I don't ignore it. Um, I can go right to my higher self. My higher self will say, okay, wait, stop, <laughs> you know, and I can write it in my notebook or I can record it in my recorder, and I get the message. And then they tell me on a microcosmic level in my own personal world, okay, do this. You might take a hot salt bath or go to the beach or go get this project done or start that or start your radio show again. We need you out there. We need you to – because I was like, I don't want to do this. <laughs> you know, I don't want are you kidding me? I did 700 shows. You're killing me right now. More? You want more? And they're like, no, we, it's a different time. We need you. Okay, fine. And then they reinforced it because all of a sudden I had people writing me and emailing me and, oh, I, I've been listening to your show. I you know, decorated my Christmas tree, listening to Aha Moments radio show, all kinds of things. And, um, and I started to get aware that it was, you know, uh, you know, powerful. So, and it was needed. So I came back, right? But so it wasn't just people saying it, it was the frequency, the energy telling me. It was my channel telling me. You each have that same ability. Okay, and I'm not talking about psychic. This is not about you being able to predict anything. This is not about talking to dead people and mediumship. Those are offshoots. I'm talking about your natural conversation from the 3D portion of you that's in your body car to the 5D portion of you that's not, that's navigating. That's the communication you need to be fluent in, period, end of story. You're getting snippets of it, but you need fluency. And when you have that, then you learn exactly how to navigate. You learn how to vote for who's the right person. You learn how to handle which charity should be the one that you participate in. You don't have to save the whole world. If each person has their own personal fluency, people aren't going to be fighting over money and doing so many horrible things just for money. It's, it's unbelievable. What money? You know, because they think of it as a tangible thing instead of a frequency thing. You know, your money will kick in as your frequency kicks in. Your health will online. You have no idea the amount of self-healing that is possible now. You know, it's, it's amazing what I'm watching. And so um, 
when you are, these 5D frequencies on the microcosmic level are so important. That's what's going to heal the macrocosm. Because when you can focus your energy on the desire that you, the, the way that you desire for things to show up, in your world, and your personal parallels, they will show up that way. And we have more power of the grid. In the past, I used to teach about parallels and stuff, and, you know, a lot of people are having hit or miss. But that's because the grid wasn't all the way loaded in the way it is now. So 2019 was like, if you have two, you know when you're building, they're building a new highway and they have the old highway still going and maybe they cut off one line and they kind of lane and they kind of give that lane to the new version as they're doing construction. But then one day they just shut down the old highway, they blow it up and everybody's on the new highway and you almost forget that the old one was there. That's where we're at now. We're all on the new highway, but there's a huge traffic jam because people aren't really equipped with the kind of car to handle the road. You know, people are on the covered wagon, you know, on the highway with the covered wagons when, you know, the the, the high frequency you are, you know, the frequency is like Lamborghini level, right? So this is about upgrades. So when you're watching all this stuff out in the world, I want you to just take a deep breath. Once you do your energetic hygiene, okay, that you do some basics of energetic hygiene to get you started. Each person should have their own configuration of what works for you. But some basic hot salt baths work. Um, there's smudging, uh, of course. There's Palo Santo. Um, using Palo Santo, that's very good for the heart chakra. I'll talk more about the heart, heart chakra next week because that's going to be the new driving chakra. In the past, the, the driving chakras were the base chakra, the sacral, and the solar plexus for the old 3D way of being, that old-fashioned way of being before the squid. The new driving chakras, the new driving energy centers for um, expansive living in this new direction and with this new grid is the heart chakra. That's where the heart and the head, the heart and the, the pineal gland connection, those those two connections, that's what's driving all of this. So if you're still back trying to, oh, I have to ground myself and oh, I have to, it's my sacral and my this and my that, you're off. It's not, it's not, it's not going to have the same effect. The heart chakra is what needs to be developed and understanding how that works. So I'll, I'll do a show on that, you know, just to get you familiar with it. Um, I know that I, I got a bunch of emails with questions and I, we're about to wrap. I wanted to lay this down today, um, but I'll get to your questions. You know, I'll start um, incorporating the questions next week. Uh, you know, just keep them coming. You can send them to support at ahamomentsinc.com. And um, and I'll be happy to get to as many as I can, as long as they're not asking me to give you a prediction or to fix a, your personal problem, because that's not appropriate for the show. And when I did do the survey, people were like, I really don't want to deal with the you know the Q and A because it becomes so personal and kind of alienates everybody else listening in. So we'll do some you know I'll do some some basic questions. Um, if you would like to speak to me personally, what I do offer is a free one-time per person, because there's a lot more of you than me, uh, breakthrough call. And that breakthrough call is an hour call where we get uh, familiar with, you know, what's not working for you. You talk to me about where you really want to be, your dreamscape, and then we'll figure out where the gaps are. And um, and if I can be of support to you, then by all means I will. Otherwise, I can refer you on to other people. I've done several hundreds of these now, probably close, like I said, around 300 or so. And um, it really helps me to see what's going on in our community, to know what kind of content to come up with and bring out to you guys. But it also, um, I, you know, if 
you seem like you're at the level, I may invite you into the academy. It's about maybe 20% of the people I talk to. Most people I, we talk, we just get down to the bottom of what's going on for you, and off they go because they're not ready or they're not, it's not the right fit. So I don't want you to think, oh, if I get on a call with Mari, all I'm going to hear about is the academy. You don't. I actually don't talk about it until I understand what's going on with you, if it's right for you. But I would love to um, to get to know you. Um, I think that the calls have been extremely beneficial. I've gotten all kinds of emails from people not even in the academy who are like, wow, you know, it's it's a true uh, connection call, a true coaching call. And um, it's not a reading. It's not a prediction. But it is definitely something to help you to get a frequency assessment of where you are in all of this. So you know, okay, this is what I need to focus on and this is, you know, this is this is where my blind spots are. This is why these dots aren't connecting. Okay. Very, very powerful, very, very important. The way that you get um a breakthrough call book, you'll see it in the description here in, in on for the show, is to go to the ahaway.com forward slash apply. So it's the ahaway.com forward slash apply. Uh, right now, for the for a t- short time, I'm doing all the calls myself. Eventually, I'll be bringing on a team of, of uh, coaches so they can help me because, there's, like I said, there's one of me and there's so many of you, and I can only have I only have so many blocks of time in my personal schedule. I'm doing all the calls myself. So if you would like to speak with me and get some clarity on what is happening with your frequency and how it's all fitting into everything that's going on in our little bit of a crazy world right now. Um, Definitely book a call. Fill out the application, please. It's a short application, so I have a heads up of who you are and what's going on with you. Um, If you don't fill out the application, I don't do the call. And and, and that's just, you know, it's like a little five-minute thing. So if I'm going to spend an hour, you know, to talk, I want to understand kind of what's going on so I can prepare for the call. All right, so I think we're good for tonight. You've got plenty to consider. Uh, if you're listening to the podcast, you can listen to it on Stitcher.com, I believe. They'll post it and iTunes as well, so you can subscribe there if you're doing this via podcast. And um, by all means, let me know how things are going for you, and please send me emails, review the show, um, like the show and however you can so that we can get it moving forward in this new energy. I really am looking forward to supporting people. There's a lot of change that's happening, and there's a lot of change coming up. But I can promise you, it's not all bad. It's good. It looks kind of crazy right now. Um, a lot of purging energetically. That's why we're having the fires. And, the, you know, like it's like a lot of old. It's just releasing, you know, the earthquake fires. It's just everything's reshifting. But most important, remember this, is your own personal empowerment frequency-wise. Catch your skills up. You want access to what's supposed to be helping you for 80% of what you're going through on this planet. You do not want to walk around with only 20% of your abilities intact. Okay, and we're way overtrained in our 3D abilities and way undertrained in our 5D, and that's where the anxiety is coming from. When you have that flipped and mastered, or in the you know in the process of mastery, all the other stuff starts to calm down. All right. So have a great rest of your evening, and or for me it's evening right now. But if you listen to the podcast, have a great rest of your day, and we'll see you same time, same place next week. All right, everybody, take care. Have a great rest of your evening. Bye.